Hey everybody, this is Rob from the Caffeine Crew cast of Pods and DC Primetime, and I'm here to tell you something that you should definitely be doing if you haven't done so already, and that is heading over to www.nextlevelradioonline.com. There's a ton of other great podcasts on the network if you haven't checked them out already, such as From Panels to Pixels, Two Fat Dudes, What Lurks Behind Podcast Zero, uh, an upcoming Lost Revisited podcast, uh, in addition to our flagship show, The Showcast Spotlight, which is about to probably get ready to kick off its brand new season of celebrity interviews. Great shows like The Melting Pat, Primetime Fantasy Football, and Con Talk. So whatever your interest is, there's definitely something for you at Next Level Radio Online. Make sure to check them out, like them, review them, share. Thank you guys so much for all of your years of support. Now, back to the show. Do you ever fantasize about being killed? Do you ever wonder about all the different ways of dying, you know, violently? I wonder, like, what would be the most horrible way to die? Well, hello, Mr. Fancy. The following program contains violence, disturbing imagery, nudity, and, oh my god, why are you even watching this? Just run away. This shit is going to give you nightmares. For real. Nightmares where you are running naked on a treadmill made of razor blades, and your third grade teacher is pointing and laughing at you. Welcome back, everyone, to What Lurks Behind Podcast Zero, the Next Level Network podcast. This week I'm flying solo. I'm your host, Paul Williams. And I'm on vacation, at least, well, from my normal day job, I guess you call it, even though I work midnights, whatever. So it's been a nice couple days off. I've done nothing but basically watch movies. And the odd time I've popped on the Olympics just to see what's going on. But yeah, I've been uh, watching a lot of movies lately. I um, finally watched Juon, which is uh, basically the Japanese movie that The Grudge was based on. Finally saw it. Not bad. It's pretty good, actually. Enjoyed it thoroughly. It's different, but it's the same. You know, whatever. Very creepy. I like those creepy kind of movies. Also watched a movie called Feast. It was like, I think, from 2000. I think or something like that um, I had never heard of it before to be honest um, but uh, Ben from DC Primetime was actually the one that uh, suggested it to me so I gave it a whirl last night not bad it was pretty cool a lot of cool gore in it cool looking creatures and whatnot. it was pretty cool and let's see what else did I watch uh, new uh, Victor Crowley movie which is like, I guess, like kind of part four of the Hatchet series. That was pretty good too, actually. Um, 
I had to watch it twice. The first time I watched it, I uh, kind of felt it was like the same old, same old kind of hatchet film. But I found the second time I watched it, I actually appreciated it a lot more. So I definitely recommend that. If you're a fan of the hatchet series, Victor Crowley, give it a shot. It's keeping Kane Hodder employed, right? <laughs> uh, no, he's awesome. He's awesome. Um, and then I uh, decided to dig one out of the vault. Last night I watched Basket Case from 1982. That is a fun and twisted little movie. Um, eventually it will be an episode on this podcast because I have lots to say about it, but I don't want to talk about it this week. This week we're uh, hitting, uh, we're going to be talking about, well, we're, me, me and my multiple personalities, are going to be talking about the uh, new Netflix horror flick, The Ritual. I uh, gave it a shot. That was one of the other movies I watched this w- weekend. And um, I got a lot to say about that one. So that was the movie I picked for this week. Before getting into that, though, I do want to mention a few things. Uh, number one, for those of you who are fans of Child's Play, uh, we just got an announcement that kind of piqued my curiosity. Chucky is going to TV. Yeah, apparently Don Mancini announced that Chucky is getting a TV series. I'm actually kind of looking forward to this. I think it uh, it's going to be interesting to, uh, to see this. I guess basically how, it, how he was kind of describing it is it's going to be like another chapter in the movie series, but done in a TV series way. So I think he said something like eight or ten episodes. Kind of like Ash vs. Evil Dead. When you think about it, Ash vs. Evil Dead is technically a continuation of the Evil Dead movies. Um, Just (laughs) pretty fucking crazy. But God, I love Ash vs. Evil Dead. I'm so glad it's coming back. February 25th. I cannot wait. I can't wait for this. After that last season, season two... That shit was crazy. It's like, oh, I got to see where they're going with this now. So um, another thing I thought I'd mention, um, and I'm I'm bringing this up because I want to kind of direct people to the Facebook page. Uh, There's been a lot of behind-the-scenes photos coming from the uh, film set of Halloween, uh, the 2018 Bloomhouse film for Halloween that apparently John Carpenter has been on set has been uh, hanging around so that sounds pretty good it's kind of promising when uh, the man himself is uh, hanging around but there's been a lot of uh, behind the scene photos I posted quite a few of them on the Facebook page and there's they've been coming out daily so I still have to get a few more of them and update it but I started uh, I think it was like last week I started posting quite a few of them there were some Pretty cool photos. Jamie Lee Curtis has been uh, sharing a lot through her Twitter and Facebook and Instagram accounts as well. So, so yeah, definitely uh, check out the Facebook page. Share it if you can. I'd like to try and get some more followers on there. Same with the Instagram uh, account. Although the Instagram account is uh, starting to pick up some followers, so I'm, I'm happy with that. I'm happy with a lot of stuff. I'm happy to be part of the Next Level Network. This is... Uh, it's, it's been exciting. Kind of a learning experience. And oddly enough, I need to, uh, 
I need to send out a few thanks. Because none of this happens without two people. First person is Rosie. Rosie was, or is, uh, a fan of the TV show Arrow. Just how her and I became acquainted. Way back. Um, there was a, an Arrow Facebook group for the podcast Quiver. I wasn't a huge fan of the podcast, but I liked the group because everyone was on there talking about Arrow, and I'm a huge fan of the show. Anyways, um, 2014, Stephen Amell was at Fan Expo in Toronto, and that's where myself and Rosie met for the first time. Like, in person, of course. <laughs> um, and while we were there, uh, she introduced me to her friend Anne. And if you're uh, a listener of DC Primetime another Next Level Network uh, podcast. You've heard them mention Anne quite a few times. Uh, Mama Anne, she's a great person. All of us love her to death. But if it wasn't for her, I never, well, I probably would not have uh, become acquainted with Ben of the Next Level Network. She's the one that kind of inadvertently introduced us through her, uh, her arrow group that she runs on Facebook. Through that, me and Ben discovered we both were into podcasting. And over the past year or so, I've listened to his podcast, he's listened to mine. And this is how him and I started interacting more. And because of this, this is why I now have a podcast through his network. Um, which, like I just recently said, I'm extremely excited about this. It's, it's a great thing, you know. Um, I never thought I'd be part of a network, so I'm I'm really excited about this. But you know, I, I it just I was thinking about it uh, just past couple days, and I was like, you know, if it didn't start back in like 2014 with me becoming friends with Rosie and Rosie introducing me to Anne, none of this happens. So to those two ladies, I definitely wanted to say thank you because just the journey over the past couple years has been. It's been an experience and it's been like very um, educating, like educational for me. And uh, so I wanted to thank both of them. And in regards to Ben, Ben, uh, he's been going through a bit of a rough time, had some surgeries and whatnot. And uh, we know, we all know he is uh, doing a lot better, but I just wanted to give him a shout out and say, you know, I hope you, hope you make a full recovery, buddy, you know? world's a better place with you in it so get better get healthy soon and uh before we get into uh the movie of the week i have one more uh, shout out i want to give um i have two friends they're not part of the network but they are podcasters nonetheless um and uh this past weekend they uh my friends steph and jesse they're uh they're from the podcast say you love satan uh, big inspiration for why I'm doing a horror podcast now because that's what they've been doing for the last two, almost three years, and they kick ass at it. <laughs> um, they're the level I'm aspiring to eventually hit. So, uh, but anyways, they had to put their cat down this past weekend, and um, it's really like it's really hurting them, and so. 
just want to give you guys a shout out and say, you know, we're thinking about you. I know as a pet owner myself, the worst pain you could ever feel is putting down an animal or saying goodbye to them, you know. Had to do it, let's see, one dog and four cats now. <laughs> um, and for those of you who don't follow my other podcasts, like this past August, we thought uh, I might have lost my dog. But that little bugger is turning 10 as of uh, this coming Saturday. So he's a tough little fucker. You'll hear me talk about Wally every now and then. That's my, that's my dog. That's my life. He's the reason I exist. Well, one of them, but yeah, I love my dog. So, but yeah, they, they've been going through a rough time and I just wanted to say, you know, thinking about you guys, you know, stay tough. I know it's, it's hard. There are no words that make it easier, you know, so just keep the memories alive and you'll keep Ollie alive. But time to move past the, the sad moment. Um, yeah, so Netflix released movie The Ritual. Uh, it was a film festival film prior to Netflix picked up the rights to it, and this past uh, what was it Friday, February 9th, they released it, and I watched it, and I have lots to say about it. So when we come back from the break, I'm going to break down movie the ritual i'm gonna do it as as spoiler free as possible for those of you who haven't seen it yet i don't want to spoil a lot so i'm gonna keep the spoilers to a minimum Uh, but i want to talk about it and let you kind of know what you're in for but first we're gonna we're gonna take a listen to the trailer and then when we come back i'm gonna babble the shit about this movie all right so be back in just a few moments Rob would have loved this place. He's a good man. The best of us. You know where they have walking trails in England? Pubs. Come on, man. Where's your soul? Ah! Oh, oh, it's twisted. It's twisted. Ah! All right, yep. Oh, easy, ah! easy. Look, we go southwest through here. We cut the journey in half. Or through the forest? Yeah, why not? I should have gone to Vegas. Oh, you'd have found something to fall over in Vegas too, mate. Now, is it me, or is it really quiet in here? It's been gutted. Could be hunters out here. A bait, possibly. Or it's the bit they don't show you in the nature documentary. It's a warning. We shouldn't be here. Where the hell are we, Huts? We should pitch the tents. This is ridiculous, man. Luke, you're getting soaked. Did you hear that? No, I didn't hear anything. Come on. a nightmare film. Well, what happened to you then? We got spooked and we had bad dreams, all right? I woke up 
up last night. Look, look at this. Nothing has done that to you. You've done it to yourself. Why do you have to deny everything like that? Because I, I do not value your judgment. We need to be working together, man. Welcome back, everyone. And the part you don't hear is all the technical difficulties I've had trying to come back from that trailer. <laughs> um, so we're going to talk about the ritual, me and all my inner voices, because I keep saying we for some reason. But anyways, uh, the ritual is uh, its a film based on a novel of the same name by Adam Neville. And this particular adaptation, it was directed by David Bruckner. Produced by Jonathan Cavendish, Richard Holmes, and Andy Serkis, a.k.a. Uh, Gollum, Schmeagol, or Snoke, um, although Last Jedi seems to be a very touchy topic with people, so we won't go there. But he's Gollum. And uh, anyways, the uh, screenplay, which was adapted from the novel, uh, was written by Joe Barton, now, the film itself was originally released September 8th in 2017 at the uh, Toronto International Film Festival, which I was not able to go to. But anyways, uh, that's where it originated. And then I believe the UK also, um, they got a release of it October 13th, 2017. Uh, in between that, though, I announced uh, September 24th, 2017, uh, uh, Adam Neville, I believe, is the one who actually announced it first, that Netflix had uh, bought the rights to the movie, and they would release it February 9th, 2018. Uh, Netflix paid $4.75 million for this, which, um, from what I'm reading and seeing and whatnot, uh, apparently a lot of people are streaming this, so hopefully they're getting their money's worth out of it. Um, getting into the cast cast of uh, this wonderful film. Um, for those of you who don't know me that well, I'm horrible at pronouncing names, so I will do my best. Um, in the starring role of Luke uh, Rafe Spall, I believe is how you pronounce his name, or Rafi Spall, or something. I don't know. Don't kill me on that one. Uh, anyways, he was in Shaun of the Dead and Prometheus uh, in Shaun of the Dead. And you know, the whole movie, I kept thinking, God, I know he looks so familiar. Um, if you remember in Shaun of the Dead at the beginning, when uh, Shaun has gone to work and he's trying to have his little staff meeting, and there's the kid that's on his phone, and, oh, i got to take this, and all that sort of stuff. That's him. Um, so uh, Noel was the character in Shaun of the Dead. And that's who he was. And it he looks different now. Like, not a whole lot different. I mean, he's older. But... The whole movie, I was like, God, I know that face from somewhere. I ended up looking it up after the movie. Um, also in uh, The Ritual, uh, Arshur Ali, who, when I looked him up, he's had some appearances on Doctor Who, which is probably where I was recognizing him from. Uh, Robert James Collier, who is apparently a very big star of Downton Abbey and Coronation Street, both shows of which I have never watched. <laughs> but... um. 
Yeah, I guess he's like a really famous character on those shows. Uh, Sam Troughton, who plays Dominus, he was in Alien vs. Predator, which I thought he looked familiar. And uh, he was also in the uh, BBC series of Robin Hood, which I have not seen yet. And uh, Paul Reed is also in this. Who uh, He's uh, in the horror film Raw, which has been getting quite the uh, reviews. That may end up being a topic uh, eventually on this show as well. And he's also from the uh, famous series Vikings. Now the synopsis for the film is uh, basically this. Reuniting after the tragic death of their friend, four college pals set out to hike through the Scandinavian wilderness. A wrong turn leads them into the mysterious forests of Norse legend, where an ancient evil exists and stalks them at every turn. Um, yeah, that's basically it. This is uh, another of those uh, in-the-woods kind of horror films, which, um, when I get to my thoughts, I'll kind of explain my love-hate relationship with uh, in-the-wood kind of films. Um, film, it, it, it's done pretty good for itself. It did win a uh, British Independent Film Award for Best Effects. Uh, Nick Alder and Ben White won the award for The Ritual. So that's pretty cool. Um, now I'm going to get into my thoughts on the film. Um, there's quite a bit here. Uh, again, I'm trying to avoid spoilers. So for those of you who haven't seen it yet, I'm really trying to avoid like ruining anything for you. At least, I'm not going to ruin anything that you wouldn't have picked up from seeing the trailers or whatnot. So hopefully you're all cool with that. And I think I've killed enough time now that's given you time to decide whether or not you want to further this podcast any further. So, my thoughts. Starting with the whole fact of I'm not a fan of out-in-the-woods kind of films. Uh, this one, however, was entertaining. Okay, so my thing is, and this goes back to Blair Witch Project, which it seems a lot of horror fans are very divided on this. Either you love it or you hate it. I'm on the hate side of it. Um, I couldn't stand the Blair Witch Project. And at the time it came out, like a lot of my friends were raving about this movie, and I just, it didn't work for me. I'm not a fan of shaky cam filming. Like, I can handle it in small doses. Sometimes it's actually a really good effect. But with Blair Witch Project, it seemed like it was, like, overly used, and it it gave me a fucking headache more than anything else. Um, not to mention, too much arguing. And, I, okay, I get it. I understand that with these... In the woods kind of films, there's the whole aspect of paranoia and the whole aspect of, you know, nervous tensions and whatnot. I get that. And I do understand that that leads to a lot of arguing. But when a film is 90 minutes long and you spend like a good 80 minutes of that watching three people bitch at each other in the woods, it's annoying as fuck. So Blair Witch Project kind of ruined that for me because prior to that we had like Evil Dead we had The Hills Have Eyes. Those movies did not bother me. Don't Go Into the Woods. It's another great and fucked up movie. But, like, I didn't hate those kinds of films prior to Blair Witch. After Blair Witch, I found that there were certain things that happened way too much in these movies. Um, the Ritual. There's, 
there's definitely throwbacks to Blair Witch. Um, I was able to get past them and enjoy the film for what it was because there was a lot more than just four guys arguing at with each other uh, in the woods. There was a lot else, like a lot of other things going on. Um, not to mention, the film is very well filmed. Uh, it looks beautiful. It's very atmospheric. There was a couple times where, like on like on the TV screen, I'm watching it, and I'm thinking that would make a nice desktop wallpaper. <laughs> that would make a nice desktop background. Um, it's very picturesque. Uh, it's so beautiful, so beautiful. They did a great job. Like whoever did the location um, scouting, I guess you would call it. It did a great job. They definitely were able to find views that would look really good on the camera or on the screen, I should say. Um, and the acting was very decent. Uh, the uh, the four main actors that you deal with in the woods, they uh, they weren't bad. They weren't bad. You know, I, I wasn't... There were a couple times I was... Like I say, like the whole arguing thing, if done right, doesn't bother me. This film, it didn't bother me. Um, I did see a few complaints online about too much swearing in the film. But without offending too many fucking people here, uh, I think that's just people being too sensitive. I know myself personally, and I know others that when you're in a scary situation, you got something that's got your heart racing and whatnot, the words fly. And you're not thinking about, am I offending this person or not? It's, you're reacting. And I, I felt that, Yes, there's vulgar words being dropped, but at the same time, I'd probably be the same way in their situation. So, as for the F-bombs that get dropped, yeah, there's quite a few of them, but oh well, whatever. These are four guys that are scared shitless. What do you expect they're going to do? And the suspense for the film was really well applied. I'm not one who gets scared of films, but... The suspense in it was like it was tension filled. It it kept you, kept you like you know engaged. Um, aside from the fact I am going to share something with you actually. So when I watched this film, um, there there was really no way I was going to find this film scary because I had something sitting next to me. Uh, as I mentioned in the first uh, first part of this podcast about my dog Wally. Yeah, well, um. This was Wally's thoughts on the film, okay? Just and I have this recorded just for all of you because this is fucking hilarious. Just listen. Yes, I had that sitting next to me. You can you can hear in the background the the TV's playing. And he's snoring. And that went on for a good hour of the film. That's that's Wally. Um, so try getting scared of a film when you have a dog who is like just snoring to his heart's delight. Um, <laughs> that said, I mean, it's been a long time since I found a film that was actually scary. But this one was at least interesting. It was engaging uh, pretty much from the first 20 minutes on. First 20 minutes, I, I'm not going to lie, I was that person, you know, checking my phone and, you know, getting settled in and whatnot. It, the first 20 minutes of the film are sort of blah. I mean, well, it opens up really cool. There's a really good opening scene. And then it sets up the guys going out, you know, on this hike and whatnot. And 
I don't know. You've seen one, you've seen them all, right? So I I found myself not completely engaged for about that first 20 minutes. After that, I didn't budge. Aside from, you know, telling my dog, can you <laughs> tone it down a little bit there, buddy? Um, on top of that, uh, there's also the, uh, the element of the musical score by Ben Lovett. Uh, wonderful. Absolutely wonderful. I, I'm very much a person who picks out musical score. Uh, I like to see how the music complements the film, um, how it complements the visuals, and Ben Lovett's score does it spectacularly. Very, very well done. Um, I can't complain about it. Like As a matter of fact, I'm probably going to look into uh, purchasing the, the score, whether off iTunes or whatever. It's it's really beautiful, and it's creepy. It's It's got a nice creepy vibe to it at the same time, which, which obviously in a horror film, that's what you want. And then, now the creature. The creature that is stalking them in the woods. They do a very good job of teasing you with it for quite a while. Uh, the, you don't see it right away. Uh, you see little um, glimpses, and that's about it. You don't see the full creature till way near the end of the film. And even at that, it's done in a way like with the shadows and whatnot. That um, I mean, you see it quite well, but it's still not completely clear in view, which is sometimes better than seeing the full creature. Sometimes when you see that full creature, the payoff is not that good. And in this case, payoff was really well done. Um, I actually was reading uh, uh, an interview with uh, uh, Bruckner about the uh, creating the look of the creature. And uh, he basically, he dug into Norse mythology Almost said that, really messed up. Um, and he discovered a, a clan of Jotner, Jotner giants, I guess. I'm sorry, I, my pronunciations again are horrible. Uh, basically, these giants, these Norse giants was uh, what he found, and they were shapeshifters that could resemble both human and animal qualities. It's basically what he wanted when he was creating this. And on top of that, he reached out to Kevin Thompson, who has worked with Guillermo del Toro on films like Crimson Peak and Pacific Rim. And the two of them collaborated together, and thus the creature was born. Um, it's cool looking. It's I, I'll admit, when I was reading about that, like you almost can see sort of the del Toro feel to the creature as well. Um, it... it I'm not gonna spoil it. I don't want. I don't want to spoil what the creature looks like. But when you finally see it, it's it's a nice, decent payoff. Um, as I said, still hidden in the shadows, but you see it enough that it looks awesome. And it's. It, let's put it this way: if you're picturing yourself in that position, yeah, it'd scare the shit right out of you too. Um, the okay, so this, mer- this this movie is not a perfect movie. Uh, there is a few letdowns. Primarily, the, the biggest letdown I found with this film is that it does borrow a lot from past, uh, quote-unquote, in-the-woods horror films, uh, specifically Blair Witch and uh, The Witch. <laughs> um, kind of the look and the uh, color scope is very uh, much like The Witch. Um, and obviously, like, as I said, like 
the the whole idea of like the friends arguing and whatnot is very Blair Witchy. Um, but I mean, fuck, this movie does the genre a hell of a lot better than Blair Witch did. Um, and there is less arguing. I mean, like it's not like there's a lot of times where the guys are working together and whatnot, and they're not arguing. So um, there is some gore. There is some gore. There is uh, definitely some gore factor to this movie. Uh, it's kept to a minimum. I mean, it, let, let's put it this way: it's not a hatchet film, and it's not, uh, you know, it's not Nightmare on Elm Street. There's not blood, you know, skewering out of a bed or whatever. It's not crazy over the top shit, but there is some decent gore. Um, uh, primarily, you get glimpses of the victims after the creatures had its way with them, and it, it's pretty cool looking. Um, not, I, I'm not gonna lie; this is not the best horror film we'll see this year. But it's definitely a nice addition to Netflix, um, especially for the fact that their horror selection has always been somewhat lacking. Uh, a lot of people will tell you if you want, you know, top-notch horror, you can go to Shutter. Uh, Netflix tends to go with the mainstream, more watered-down PG-13 kind of stuff. Um, but this one is definitely a nice fit. Uh, well worth the time. I, I, I've talked with a few people who, you know, they felt they were torn uh, about the film. Like, there's things they love about it, there's things they hate about it. I feel kind of about the same way. Um, let's see here. Uh, IMDb currently has it at a 6.3 out of 10. And Rotten Tomatoes, my most hated website of all, uh, has it at 68% fresh. Um, which... I, I, I'll be honest with you, I'm kind of on par with both of those. Uh, for me, my rating is a 7 out of 10. Um, yeah, I think about a 7. Like, it's enjoyable. It's definitely an enjoyable film. If you like, um, if you like, you know, films that keep you on the edge of your seat, keep you entertained, whatnot, uh, it's, it's definitely an entertaining movie. I mean, like I said, it's not the best movie of the year. Um, I'm, trying to keep my expectations low, even though I think this Halloween movie we're getting in October is going to blow my mind. But I'm trying not to get too hyper about that, <laughs> um, just in case it's a complete letdown and I'm like, oh, fuck. Um, but yeah, uh, speaking of the ritual, 7 out of 10, I definitely recommend it at least. Um, don't take my word for it. Watch it. Make your own opinion. Um if you're not the biggest horror movie fan, but you know you just like suspense and whatnot, this is probably the movie to go with. Uh, I wouldn't watch like Victor Crowley then because you know your stomach will probably turn. But um, yeah, a seven out of ten, you know. And again, like I say, give it a shot. You know, it's. I'm glad I did. I'm glad I did. You know, like it's gonna be one that I I think I'm gonna return to a few times. Probably not this week, but I'll go back to it and kind of look at it through different views and whatnot, see what I appreciate and what I don't, and blah, blah, blah. But that's about it. Um, and that's really it about for this week. I don't want to go on too long, especially when it's just me. Um, I, I would have had a guest, but I saw The Ritual. I wasn't even sure if anyone else had seen it. I was like, you know what? Just talk. You know, um, I, I also want to say uh, thank you to everyone for last week. Um, I did get a bit of feedback on the first episode. I uh, 
wanted to thank everyone for that. I appreciate it. Um, this is still in its infancy, so I don't know which way I'm going to take the podcast. I mean, like, I kind of have ideas and whatnot and trying things, see what works, what doesn't. And I appreciate all feedback. So, you know, and please be patient. We are working on getting it on iTunes and Google and whatnot. Um, but again, I appreciate that everyone went to nextlevelradioonline.com and checked it out. Um, and yeah, like that's that's about it. Um, before I uh, get out of here, I do want to uh, recommend one um, one thing. Uh, ben and Rob do this on DC Primetime. They do like recommendations and whatnot. And I was kind of thinking about it myself. I'm like, hmm, what could I recommend? for this podcast and i don't know how many of you know but i'm like a uh i'm a really big fan of um uh like uh synth wave retro wave electronic music and whatnot and uh recently um an independent artist by the name of laser punk uh released uh their new album death and glory and they released it through uh Bandcamp. Um, it's, uh, it's a decent album if you like that kind of music. Um, he's a independent artist out of Budapest, Hungary. And, uh, the new album's really good. Uh, what is, what's really awesome about it? I, I was trying to think of what it was I wanted to remember to tell you all. Um, it's pick your own price. So if you like what you hear, you can offer 10 10 or 10 10 5 10 dollars 15 dollars whatever um or you can get it for free um i'd also recommend uh checking out uh, the laser punk facebook page he does a lot of uh promotions and talking with fans on there and whatnot it's a really good album um i'm talking way too much about it i should just shut up um no but um yeah, laser punk for sure. If if you like that kind of music, I uh, I basically consider it kind of like a mix between Combi Christ and early Nitzereb from like the '80s and whatnot. If you know what I'm talking about. If you don't, all right, sorry, I wasted your time. Um, but that's about it. Uh, that's it for me. Uh, just a uh, few of the plugs for. Uh, First of all, if you're looking for the podcast, like I said, not on iTunes and Google just yet. Uh, we're working on that. Uh, but you can listen through nextlevelradioonline.com slash podcast zero. Um, you can find the podcast Facebook page at facebook.com slash what lurks behind podcast zero. On Instagram at one. <laughs> one. <sighs> Slow down, Paul. You're talking too fast. Uh on Instagram at what lurks behind podcast zero. Uh, the email is what lurks behind podcast zero at gmail.com. And there is a red bubble page. Uh, right now the logo is available for t-shirts and coffee mugs, clocks, stickers. I have stickers, by the way, I am giving away stickers for what lurks behind podcast zero. Um, you should share the page because if you share it and it, you know, if it helps out, I might send you a sticker. Um, I don't know, stickers, right? I, I'm a sticker nut. If you saw the back of my laptop, it's covered in stickers. Um, not everybody's a sticker nut, though. But anyways, there is a Redbubble uh, account, redbubble.com slash people slash 
podcast and the number zero. Um, And that's it for me this week. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in. Thank you for all being extremely awesome. Thank you for the feedback. And thank you to Next Level Network for having me. Uh, I'm looking forward to seeing where this all goes, where it leads, what new doors it will open. And thank you all for allowing me into your earlobes. And I think that's about it. You all are great. Thank you so much. And next week, we'll be back with another episode. Uh, I'm probably going to make sure I have a guest next week because it's kind of hard to talk by myself. Um, I've been doing it for a year and a half on my other podcast, but uh, I don't know. For some reason, it just seemed like I was struggling this week. I hope you couldn't tell. Anyways, you all have a fine week. Um, Oh, and if you're in an area with a lot of snow, be safe. We got dumped. Like, we got dumped with, like, two feet around here, and then we had freezing rain on top of that, which made it a real bitch outside. So be safe. Have a great week, everyone. And I'll be uh, back at you next week from uh, your lovable host. The host with the most. Who's white like a ghost. I don't know. It sounds stupid. Bye.